Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. So Father, we thank you for your love. Your love is perfect. Your, lo your love provides for us. Your love protects us. Your love causes us to grow. Your love causes us to look back and wonder how we got where we are. Because you loved us enough that you sent your only son. And through him, we have eternal life. So Father, we want to thank you for today. We want to thank you and just worship you and thank you for the opportunity to just to come forth and just worship you and praise you and, and learn and grow and prosper in the things wherefore you sent us to. Because we have a mission that you gave us and it's called bringing others to a salvation knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just come boldly before your throne, washed in the blood. I thank you in advance that no weapon formed against us will prosper. And now every tongue that rises up against us will be shown to be in the wrong. In Jesus' name we pray. And all in agreement say, amen, 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 amen. You may be seated. Wow, wow, wow. So happy Valentine's Day to everybody. First start by loving your own self. That, that, that's going to help a lot right there. Just love your own self. And then other people are drawn to that love. Amen. All right, so we're talking about back to the future. And it's very important that we get to the future. Amen. It's, it's important because you can't grow living in the past. Your future is where your growth is. So our past impacts our present. We talked about that for the last few weeks. Our past impacts our present. And so we need to get past where we are right now. For example, it was last yesterday, but that was yesterday. So what about today? What are you going to do different today? It snowed yesterday, it iced yesterday. But we can't stay with yesterday. We got to be prepared for today. All right, so let's look at the scripture in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. In the Amplified, it says, because what we want to do is forgetting what lies behind. I just talked about yesterday. It said, brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own yet. So what he's saying is some people haven't made it the future their own yet. But, but he says in verse 13, but one thing I do, and I'm going to read the whole scripture first, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the heavenly prize in Christ Jesus. So let's break that down for a second. He said, but one thing I do. How many things we try to do? <laughs> Somebody say 16. Well, what about this side? How many things y'all try to do? 12? Okay, appreciate your honesty. But he said, just one thing I do. Forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward. So it's not enough just to forget what lies behind. You got to reach for something else. So a lot of people, over time, we can get them to forget what lies behind, but we can't get them to go forward. So you got to forget the past and reach forward to the future. That's only something you can do. He said, I press on towards the goal. So what goal do you have? What goal do you have in your relationships? What goal do you have in your finances? What goals do you have in your career? 
What goals do you have in your health? Are you still going to be talking about how you wish you had did this to your health this time next year or to your relationships? You're going to live back where it wasn't as good or are you going to reach forward to what lies ahead? I press towards the goal. I press. Who, who, who's responsible for that? We are. So somebody can do something different to us, but we're responsible for whether we move forward or not. Regardless of what they do, say that out loud, regardless of what they do, I have to make a decision to move forward. <laughs> Anybody ever done that before? Yeah. Well, you got sick and tired of being sick and tired? Yes, <laughs> so we want to hit the reset button. So I'm going to talk about four techniques about hitting the reset button. And, and, and we started this last week. I just did a quick review. But it's up to us. I mean, the button can be there, right there before us, Megan. And all we got to do is hit the button. Just hit the reset button. So let me give you four. Four steps to hitting reset. Number one. Now, what I did was last week I started talking about uh, choosing life. But as I played it back in my mind, what I realized, Sharon, was unless you're willing to be done with the past, you can't choose life. So you have to make a decision to make a decision. So I decided I'm going to replay it and go to number one. So accept the past as a done deal. Done deal means I'm finished with it. It did its part, but now it's time for me to do something else, to choose life. Then number three is renew our mind. And that's the job right there. Say, that's the job. Because <laughs> it's so easy. See, I've always heard people talk about strongholds, and they always use strongholds, Cheryl, in a negative connotation. A stronghold is simply, I've thought a thought so long that it's automatic. I'm, I'm driving to church. You guys have been coming here for 13 years. You know exactly how to get here. Exactly how to get here. You don't have to think about it. I've seen some people, I'm not calling any names, put on their makeup while they drive because it's automatic, Curly, right? It's automatic. We can just we just go that way. OK, but you can also create a stronghold. that's a good one. And the moment you do it the first time, it's just like that. So your, your mind is hadn't made a groove yet. And then it grows. It grows. It grows until it becomes automatic. When someone offends you, if you walk in forgiveness, that stronghold is right there. And it's going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I forgive such and such for causing me to feel angry. I, I cast that care on you because you care for me. I forfeit my right to seek revenge or to hold on to any anger, bitterness, or resentment. I thank you for healing my damaged emotion. I desire to be changed by your spirit into the man or the person of God you created me to be. So I can create a stronghold in forgiveness. But when I first started, it was like this. That's how my brain processed it. But now it's like this. So it's an automatic thing. So we're going to talk about ways of renewing our mind. Number four, use our faith. Hadn't talked about faith in a while. Everything you have right now, you got through faith. Faith calls things to be not as though it already was. That's what faith is. That's what faith does. But faith relies on Jesus Christ. You pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. You confess in the name of Jesus. Okay? So those are the four steps to hitting the reset button. Notice I didn't put six. Didn't put seven. I put four. So how many do you need to use? Okay. Praise God. All right. So number one, accept the past as a done deal. The thing about the past is we can't change it. We don't have a time machine. We can't change the past. It's snow and ice outside. It happened yesterday. We can't change that it's snow and ice. What else can you not change? 
Y'all talk to me. We got mics all over the place. What else can you not change from the past? Mike coming your way. Mm-hmm. Yesterday or or you... um, we can't change the we can't change the fact that uh, we may have had some trouble getting out of our driveway yesterday. Okay. Okay. All right. But you got out. I got. Okay. All right. Got one over here. Our salon closed because of COVID. Okay. Our salon closed because of COVID. So you can't change that. It closed. I got one in the back. You can't change the fact that you can't change the fact that it's Sunday. You can't change the fact that it's Sunday. You want it to be Saturday so you can sleep in a little long. But you can't change the fact that it's Sunday. What else can you not change? Can you change the mistakes that you made yesterday? A few years ago? You can grow from it, but you can't change what you did. Okay? But we can learn and grow from it. What did you learn about yourself yesterday? What did you learn about yourself last year, three months ago, four months ago? What did you learn and grow from? I got a person in the back. I learned that I'm actually real sensitive. A what? And my husband had a massage therapist come to the house yesterday. Ooh. And as she's massaging me, I'm just thinking like, dang, he, he is so thoughtful. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm so in love. Oh no, you didn't. Like, I, I just couldn't even enjoy my massage because I was just thinking about Corey. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Aww. <laughs> 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 All right, so she learned and grew to know that she's sensitive and that she's loved. And old Corey. <laughs> what else did you learn about yourself? Because if, if we're going to use the past, then it, let's use it to our advantage. Let's take a look at it and see what did we learn and what did we grow? How did we grow? Yes, ma'am. What I want, not what I have. Ooh. Or what I don't want. Okay. Speak what I want and not what I don't want. Exactly. How, how could you use that, Ross? Um, so if I live in an apartment now and I want a house, every time I walk in the door, every time I put the key in the door, I say, Lord, thank you for my new house. Or thank you for whatever else you have in store for okay. me. It's what I want. I want a house. I want a bigger house. So okay. I'm, I'm putting something together with it. Amen. And so she's using her words to build. Because he said, by your words, you'll be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. That's not just talking about salvation. That also means by your words, you'll be made right. Things will happen. Things will manifest. Call things that be not as though it already existed. You have a, a car because you said a car. You start talking about a car. You got tired of riding the bus. You say, okay, I want a car. I want a car. You start telling everybody about the car. You say you want a house or apartment. Then you say, I mean, whatever you have, you have said it and it manifested. Yes, ma'am. Um, so uh, for about 10 years, I was hung up on the fact that I went to college full ride and I screwed it up. Okay. And I had to go home. Okay. So I was hung up on that for 10 years. Woe is me. I'm a, you know, I'm smart. All these things have been spoken into me as a child and I screwed it up. Okay. 10 years. 10 years. Okay. What I learned was there was no mistake too great for God. Ooh. And when I changed my mindset, he started moving things so that I could go back to school. Okay. I, I So many times I sat in my house and I was like, I want to go to school. I want to finish, but I don't know how it's going to happen. Okay. And I, we were talking one day, me and the Holy Spirit, because we talk all the time. <laughs> and <laughs> we were talking. I was like, Holy Spirit, I want to go back to school. If anybody can make it happen, it's you. 
I did. I graduated. What I learned from that is there's nothing too hard for God. Glory to God. There's nothing too hard. So could that have happened sooner? Yeah. How, how y'all know that? Because there's nothing too hard for God. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yes, ma'am. Someone online said that they learned that they're resilient. Ooh, okay. Uh, that's awesome. Because you know, there's a scripture in Proverbs that says that if you faint in the time of adversity, you're weak. Adversity exposes who you really are, what you really are, what's made on the inside of you. you you're going to lay there, okay? If you cry, it's cry, but fight while you cry. <laughs> Y'all understand what I'm saying? Fight while you cry. By the time you knock them out, they won't know you were crying. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just lay, lay there. Get up. Fight. Now, I'm not talking about destroying property. I just want to make sure y'all understand that. I'm talking about fight the situation that is before you. If the enemy tries to take from you, you enforce what God has already done for you. You stand tall. You speak the word, but move with your words. Amen? Amen? We can grieve and release it. These are things, accept the past as a done deal. We can grieve the past. Man, I, I was believing for this. This happened. So grieve it. That means release it. When I say grieve it, I mean release every part of it. Don't, don't curl flower home. If the relationship didn't work, don't curl the flower home. You know, you burn somebody and you curl a flower home. Don't curl the flower home. Leave everything at the grave. It, it, erase their address. Your cell number. What else you need to get rid of? The pictures. The text thread. The what? The text thread. The text thread. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay, okay. Any okay. All right. Huh? Cards. The cards. The teddy bear. The teddy bear. Give them the car back. If they bought you the car, give them the car back. I, I you don't want to have nothing. When you grieve, you want to let it go. Soul ties. Soul ties. Y'all know what soul tie is? Yeah. You connected with them, so they gave you some of their stuff mentally and emotionally. You gave them some of their stuff, your stuff mentally and emotionally, but the person with the strongest personality is the one that gave you more than you gave them. You hear what I'm saying? So so, so grieve it. I mean, just let it go. Don't, don't drive by the house, see whether anybody else over there taking your place. You follow me? When it's, when it's gone, it's gone. When they left, let them leave. I got a question. I got a comment. Okay. I had to grieve relationships that didn't survive this COVID okay. pandemic. Okay. And I realized they weren't really based on anything except like small talk. Okay. Okay. All right. And so that was I was able to grieve it and let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all y'all have messed somebody that you hadn't seen me in 40 years or 20 years, depending on how old you are. And they said, let's get back together. It wasn't fun then. <laughs> so why am I getting, God has provided, yeah, y'all listen to what I'm saying. God has provided a way of escape. Yeah. Tamika, he's provided a way of escape. So take the way. Yeah. Get your food and go. Go, go to another seat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm asking you today, what is it that you need to grieve and release? What is it? Y'all keep it to yourself, but get rid of it before you walk out the door. Get rid of it before you walk out the door. You have tried, you have tried, and it just didn't work. You asked them for forgiveness, and they still want to be mad at you. Just let it go. And it's okay. Is it okay? Okay, let me ask y'all a question. Quick, 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 quick quiz. Did y'all see Jesus holding on to people that didn't want to go with him? People that were sincere, he dealt with them. 
I mean, his own disciples said, hey, don't let the kids come around and hang on you. He said, no, this is what the kingdom is made of, these type of people, children. And the thing about children is, and you know it very well, is children only come around what's authentic. They don't hang around that other stuff. You know, you can act like you like children and you don't. That's it. Children don't come running to you. They, 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 they run by, right by you and, hang, and hold on to somebody else. I mean, how, did, how many disciples did he have? Twelve. But he only picked how many? The inner circle. So some of us trying to have 15 friends when all we need is three. Because he's our example. He'll tell us. But we want to, if I have 15, then I have more people on Facebook. Let, 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 let me keep going. Let me keep going. What, what I need you to understand is you got to look at the past. Guys, people have relationships where the people are excited about your growth. If they're not excited about your growth, these are not the people that you need in your inner circle. Jesus didn't have to wonder about those three, the inner circle. He, he told he told her, he's like, look, you're going to betray me three times. But when he came back from the dead, he addressed him and re reignited him because he knew he had on the inside what what was needed. See, if you all pride and boastful. I mean, that, that's how it was. This guy was just proud and boastful. What was his name? Peter. Peter was just proud and boastful. He said, look, I tell you what, I, I won't deny you. Jesus looking at him. Because you ain't got to correct everything he said. Y'all know that, right? And then, then another time, yeah, hey, I, I won't deny you. Then the third time, he said, I, I won't deny you. And what did Jesus do on the third time? Before the cock crow. So you notice how long Jesus waited before he answered? How long should you wait before you answer? Situations go on that you don't have to defend everything. You don't have to say everything you think. Catch yourself. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Who am I addressing myself to? Should I even waste this time trying to address this? Catch yourself before you go go to special places. Everybody been to a special place, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know you don't have to walk away apologizing to stuff if you just catch yourself. No, Paul, just shut up. And remember, I've been teaching y'all about self-talk. I, you know, I went to get another cookie last night. And I said, Paul, y'all already had two. I said it out loud. I was walking down the steps to get the cookie. I said, Paul, y'all already had, y'all already had two. Go, go ahead, back to bed. <laughs> I only tell you guys what works, okay? So you can talk yourself out of anything that you found yourself into. But you got to open your mouth and say it. And we all we got to do is just move forward. <laughs> Once we grieve, once we release it, then move. Don't stay in the same place. Move. If you don't take number two steps, at least there's two steps forward. Just move. Number two. This is my favorite scripture. Choosing life. Now, now what else can you choose? Death. Joy. He says in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, it says in the New King James. I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you that I have set before you life and death. I, I just want to let y'all get an understanding of something. Check out this scripture, though. I, I saw it this morning. I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you. Heaven and earth. That means everybody heard it. The heaven, the angels heard it. And the earth the devil heard it and other people ministering spirits and Hebrews are talking about that. Our angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister on our behalf, meaning that they are sent forth. They're waiting on us to say something so they can go manifest. And so 
everybody hears your decision. And I've said before you life and death and the word and means and there's something after that. He didn't put anything in the middle of that. There is no middle ground, guys. Every decision that we make, every thought that we think either produces life or it produces death. There is no middle ground. Everything that you think, everything that you say is one or the other. And it goes on to say blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. He tells us what to choose. How many have ever been in a place where you choose death, chose death, and you just couldn't move from there? I mean, you can get depressed and depression is real. But if it's a medical depression, that means you need to take meds. You can choose death by not taking the meds that were prescribed. Now, if it's not medical, then that's us thinking our way into the death arena. So we meditated on death. What's wrong? How come it's me? I'll never get another chance. I never get another opportunity. What else? What, what else does death say when we meditate on death or the curse? What, what, what else does death say? Or what else does defeat say? I don't have control over this. You don't deserve it. What else? It's not going to work out. I tried it too many times. I mean, the scriptures say, how many times before a man fall? How many times can a man fall? Seven times. So you got seven. You got seven shots at it. But choose life. Choose life. Choose when stuff go on. When you catch a cold, choose life. Start treating the cold. Start speaking to the cold. When the money looks funny in the in the paycheck or in the bank account, still choose life. Don't talk about I don't have enough. Say something. What can you say about that? How can you choose life when the bank account looks funny? I have more than enough. Yes, ma'am. Someone online said something else that you can say um, is this is the end. There is no use trying. Okay. Okay. You can say this is the end. There's no use trying. What? What you have to understand about your words is that your words once spoken are forever. Unless you replace those thoughts with your words in a life and blessing direction, they will stay there because those were the last things that were spoken. So if you keep wondering why you get to the same place in relationships and finances and health, it's because a word was spoken that you never broke down. You never renounced it. You never put something else in its place. So you keep going back to the same place because that word was spoken and it says, she said, or he said, I could get to here, but no further. But what the enemy is depending on is forgetting you forgetting what was spoken. And then when you get there, you forgot all about it. Wonder why I keep getting to the same wall. Wonder how come I can't get promoted. Wonder why my bank account always look the same way. Wonder why my health is like this. I can lose this, but I gain this back. I'm just saying we got to choose life. So got the questions. What would choosing life look like for you in your relationships? If you chose life instead of death and you chose blessings instead of cursing in relationships, what would they look like? See, a lot of times other people get blamed for what they didn't even do. Somebody came before you, before them, and they messed everything up. What would relationships look like if you chose life? You wouldn't run after people. Uh-oh. <laughs> you call them, they're going to call you back. What do you do? I'm going to call them again. <laughs> 
I'm gonna call him again. I'm gonna call him again. I'm gonna call him tell the answer. <laughs> is that a is that a life relationship? Yeah. You call him. They don't call you back. Is it okay to move on before you hang up? What else about relationships? Where, where's life in relationships? Can you tell people your dreams, your aspirations, and they be excited for you? If, if, you, you can test it. Tell them one thing. Hey, I just got an A. Man, you know, I work for this A. Such, 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 such. Oh, oh, then it changed the subject. Y'all ever hear somebody change subject? Yeah. Okay, go, go. Uh, somebody choosing life, I hope. Someone online said um, trusting someone. Okay, so trusting someone. Choosing life would, would be like. Okay, trusting and, someone. And mine would be I'm going where you're celebrated, not tolerated. I'm going where I'm celebrated, not tolerated. Y'all know what that means, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like yesterday when she was getting the massage. <laughs> we, we stopped by briefly and then and, and the whole, whole house was glowing. That's it. Even the cat was happy. The cat was happy. The cat was like, do it like this. We said, okay, okay, t- curl it. Time for us to go. Time to go. All right. I'm choosing life in your relationship to, for me. I'm going to say me. I ain't going to say nobody else. Would be apologizing when you do something wrong. Okay, okay. All right. Stop trying to justify it. Okay. You, you did wrong. it. Okay. So apologize, move forward. Okay. Apologize, move forward. So that's life. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Choosing life means comfort and peace. Comfort and peace. When it's not peaceful, guys, you, you got to look around. Am I attracting that? Okay. In relationships. All right. What about your finances? If you, 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 you could look at it. See, it's right there in Deuteronomy. I said before you, life and death, blessing, cursing, choose life. How would you choose life in your finances? What would it look like? I mean, if you know you're buying a house this year, then cutting back on your Chick-fil-A intake and okay. making sure you're paying your tithes. Okay, pay your tithes and cut back on your Chick-fil-A intake. If you're buying a house, it's important. Okay. If you eat that. Okay, um, so choosing life in my finances would be if you screwed up and you're in debt, you have some debt, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it, okay. I mean, these people are calling you, you're hitting the decline or reject <laughs> button. Uh-huh. You know, it's just going to get worse. Okay. You got to acknowledge it. Okay. You got to okay. talk to them. Okay. All right. Talk to them. Okay. Y- y'all write this down. Those who have children that are smaller. Ask yourself the question, what are my children learning from my behavior? Because they hear you lying on the phone. They, you, they hear you hitting that button to, mom, dad, they might not say nothing. They, they, they might not say anything. But they're looking to see, well, mom normally answers, or dad normally answers the phone every time it rings. Why are they not taking this bill? So ask yourself, what are my children learning from me? When you, you're doing certain behaviors that don't line up with life or the blessing. Yes, ma'am. Someone else said uh, life and relationships would be being a better listener. Being a better listener. Okay. Okay. Y'all hear people finish your sentence? Okay. I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. Right. What about your career? Oh, I got a question. Someone? Okay. Yes, sir. So choosing life and finances will be budgeting and saving. Budgeting and saving. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Investing in myself. Investing. In, what would that look like? Investing in myself. That's what he said. It feel like I would I would take classes to help better myself, whatever skills I'm trying to get. Okay. All right. Yeah. Taking class to better yourself. Okay. That's choosing life. Yes, ma'am. When the bill comes, pay it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when the bill comes, pay it. <laughs> That's choosing life. Very good. Excellent. All right. What about your career? You, you do know that you can continue to work, right? Yeah. What about your career? What is it that, that don't, don't stop and say, I wish I had her. You can still have her. 
You know what I'm saying? You can still do this thing. You can still choose life in your career. If it's not what you wanted to do, what do you want to do different? I mean, because you think about it. You might say, well, you know, I need to go back to school for this and it's going to take me four years. Well, how old will you be in four years if you don't go back to school? Same age. So you might well just get her done. But don't be the people that you, you, if you're going to somebody in the store that you know they don't want to be there. Y'all met people like that? Don't, don't, Don't be that person. Get another job or something that you love to do, even if it's less money. But be happy while you're doing stuff. Because somebody got to pay the price. If you're married, that husband or that wife got to pay the price when you come home talking about the job, what Billy did to you, Sally Joe, and all that kind of stuff. Start enjoying your life. The question for the day is, when will you start to enjoy your life? That's a real question. Y'all give me comments on that. When will you? Give me a time, a date, a day. When will you? And when you do, will other people be able to notice? (laughs) Will your face structure be different? Will your pep in your step be different? How will they know you chose life? How will your kids know? Do they visit you less because you're not choosing life? Are you looking forward to going to work because of your spouse? I'm, I'm looking at the clock up here, right here. See the clock right there? I'm not looking at nobody. And those out there, <laughs> social media, I'm not looking even looking at you. I'm looking past everybody. <laughs> Do people run from you, guys? <laughs> let, let, let me go ahead to health and fitness. Let me go ahead to health and fitness because my people are looking at me. Go, yes, ma'am. Regarding the career, someone said, um, work for God's glory, not man. God will promote you when you're faithful. God will promote you when you're faithful. But it's okay to tell him that you want to be promoted. Yes, it is. It's okay to do the things that are necessary to be promoted. It's okay. Amen. Appreciate your comment. All right. We're going to talk about choosing life and your health and your fitness. What you want to do with your body? That's his too. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, yeah, I talked about that on th- Thursday night. Yeah, yes I did. Yes I did. Talked about that a happy hour. So now that you know your body, okay, what do you want to do with it? If you chose life for your body, that's why I stopped that, that cookie, that third cookie making. That's why I stopped the third cookie. Because the cookie's not good for my body. It doesn't help with the fitness. So if you chose life, what would it look like? What are you going to eat today when you leave here? I got a question or a statement in the back. Um, so I've gained the weight that I want to gain. Now I have to put it where it needs to go. Okay. So like tone and squat and <laughs> stuff like that. Yes. Okay. So that's what you're li- choosing life would look like with your body, your fitness. Okay. What else? Yes, sir. I've made myself go out to the gym and one for 50 minutes on the treadmill. Okay. And I did that twice a week and I've made a decision to do it twice, at least twice a week. Okay. Twice a week. Decision has been made. Okay. Somebody calling in? Yes. Someone said uh, not buying any more large sizes. They want to fit in their pants. Okay. Not buying any more large sizes. Okay. They're choosing life. Go ahead. Choosing life in health and fitness for me would be to make that doctor's appointment and go. Okay. Make the doctor appointment and go. You know, some people are scared for of the doctor okay. and they put it off for years. Okay. You gotta go. Gotta go. Make the doctor appointment go. Okay, this side mighty quiet over here. <laughs> okay, anything on this side? Y'all health and fitness? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. 
right, so, so let me go to the scripture about renewing your mind, okay? I'll probably start with the scripture and then we'll pick up next week. Because what was number one? The past is the past, leave it back there. Number two was choosing life. I said before you, life and death, blessing, curse, and choose life. So next I want to talk about renewing our minds. So we're going to talk about how to do that. But the scripture in Romans chapter 12, verse 2 and 3 in the Amplified, it says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs. There's nothing wrong with Facebook. But do you think everything on Facebook is excited? You know people going through stuff. So, but that's there are certain superficial things about that, okay? Or any social media or any, any interaction with people. Yeah, y- y'all know certain people be lying to you when they're talking to you. I ain't trying to be negative. I'm just trying to be real, okay? All right, but let me keep going. So, so the scripture is saying, do not be conformed to this world the way the world system thinks. Verse two, but be transformed and progressively changed. That's the word I love. Progressively changed as you mature spiritually. Be transformed. That means you're not going to be the same person you used to be. Progressively changed means that it's a process. So things don't happen unless it's a miracle overnight, but it's a progression as you mature in the scripture. Because the scripture talks about, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. So everything starts on the inside. Prosperity starts on the inside. Health starts on the inside. So as your mind is renewed, the inside will manifest to the outside. Progressively change as you mature spiritually. So there was a time where someone said something special to you and you would cuss them out. Now, but the progression of that was they would say something to you and you would say something ugly back. So see, you left the cussing and you went to, I'm still going to hurt you. Okay. Progress. Okay. (laughs) Then the time comes where now they can say something to you and you just forgive them. So see how that happened. (laughs) Somebody grunted in the audience saying, I haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) But don't beat yourself up. Learn and grow from it. That's what we talked about in number one. Remember? Letting go of the past. Okay, so look for progression, not for perfection, because it's a big difference, guys. You know, Christians are walking around. Got a mic coming, Chris? Look, look for, you, you know, you, you, as you grow, you expect to change overnight. Give yourself that leeway. It's a learning curve. Okay. In that example, I was just thinking, choosing life is to celebrate that I'm not cursing them out, right? Uh huh. Right. It's the progression. I'll okay. Get it. To choosing life. Okay, it's the progression of choosing life. That fact that I didn't cuss them out. Like, yeah, man, you walking away, you got the, and they wondering why you you got a pep in your step that they just said something ugly to, and you bounced and just kept on walking. Celebrate life, guys. One again, I say, what are we waiting for? All right. So I'm gonna pick up on this next Sunday about renewing our minds, because number one was let the past go. Number two was choose a life. And number three is renewing our minds. So we're going to talk about the process in order to do that. Amen. I'd like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. And Father, I thank you in advance that your word cannot return unto you void. It must prosper in the things wherefore you send it. So I thank you in advance for those who are listening and those who are watching in their mindsets. It's a time to have their mind renewed. They were told or they were taught that there are many ways to get to to heaven, but it's only one way. It's by confessing the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So repeat after me if I'm talking to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Your word says in Acts 2.21, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus, I call on your name now. I ask you to come into my heart. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Therefore, according to your word, I am now saved. In Jesus' name, amen. See, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff you had to do. There wasn't a whole lot of rituals. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about how we can call on the name of Jesus. And he'll come into our heart. Right now, he just came into your hearts. And you received him as your Lord and Savior. Savior means that I know where I'm going. Lord means I follow the directions that he gave, gives me. And so all you have to do is go to chosenrva.com and you go to the salvation section and we have information and teaching there that will explain what just took place in Jesus name thank you for joining us please visit our website chosenrva.com and check in with us on Facebook Instagram and YouTube at chosenrva we hope you'll join us again soon from this wicked generation chosen